Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I love engaging with my audience with the Q&A and the polls. And I also love the fact that I can upload my video podcast on Spotify because I know my audience love watching it sometimes when they're traveling on their commute. I highly recommend you give it a try and you can download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. Hi everyone and welcome back to A Millennial Mind. Thank you so much for joining me today on my final episode where I'll be talking about all the incredible lessons I've learned throughout this podcast. I have really loved recording every single one of my episodes and I'm so grateful to have met so many talented and inspiring people and to have formed such great friendships with them too. As I close season one, I wanted to share some of the best lessons I've learned and adopted into my life. I know lockdown has been really tough and a lot of people haven't managed to get a lot of me time. So if you haven't listened to every episode, hopefully this summary will give you an insight into some of the great conversations we've been having. And if you have been listening to every episode, I hope that this summary acts as a little refresher to remind you of some of the lessons you may have learned. So my first guest was Mira Manik, and I was so grateful for Mira to be on my show because she was the first person I pitched the podcast idea to. Mira is an incredible author of two great books, Saffron Soul and Prajna. Her last book is what we focus on in the podcast, and I want to read out something that's really stayed with me. She says, transformation is rather like childbirth. The painful moments of labour are so hard to bear that all you want to do is stop the agony, but you have to see through it. And at the end, you gaze upon this beautiful child. In the same way, at your absolute lowest point, you can feel as though you're drowning, but there is wisdom in these deepest emotions, and if you let them complete their work, you might discover a miraculous transformation, a rebirth of your strength, an outburst of all that joy that was contained and suppressed deep within. Whenever you've been through anything tough, how many times have you reflected and thought, God, that really has taught me so much? This story has stayed with me and every time I'm going through something painful, I always remember that everything in life is temporary and when times are tough, they can only get better. For me, it has now become a habit to look for the positive element in every situation and condition my mind to see what I can learn and adopt for the next time something painful happens to me. For Mira, she recommends creating a set of rituals that allow you to feel balanced, positive and provides you with a toolkit to live a happy life. One of my favourite things that I've adopted from her book and added to my morning ritual is Mira's advice on smiling. She says that you should smile the second you wake up And honestly, I've been doing that and it instantly makes me feel happier. Because even when you don't want to smile, the fact that you're moving those muscles and making yourself smile will make you feel happy. And it starts your day so well. 
Mira's book Progenor is available to download and it's also available to buy on Amazon. I actually learned so much from the book and it's got some incredible recipes in there from an Ayurvedic perspective and she also gives you a morning, afternoon and evening routine. So my next guest was Candice, who's been a model since she was 17. I loved her energy and how she was so strong as a person. There's often a misconception about modelling and what I loved about this podcast is how we uncovered a lot of these truths that people in the industry don't realise. One of the things that really surprised me about Candice and actually surprised a lot of my listeners was the amount of time she spends on Instagram. I think she said she spends around five to 10 minutes or maybe 20 minutes some days, whilst mine's 45 minutes to over an hour. For me, that was really surprising and shocking, but also incredible how she maintains that strict rule in her life. She doesn't allow herself to browse aimlessly through Instagram because she doesn't like to compare herself. And she said that she noticed when she was doing that, she saw a decline in her mental health. Being self-aware and understanding what makes you unhappy and what makes you happy is something that is really important. And for me, listening to how Candice monitored that habit to make her happy was really inspiring. One of the biggest lessons I learned from this podcast is that your looks do not define you. So many of us compare our self-worth to what we look like. And so many of ourselves define ourselves as beautiful or not compared to what the beauty industry is saying is beautiful at that time. The beauty standards are always changing. And if you're always going to compare yourself to the beauty standards and what's deemed to be beautiful at that moment in time, you'll never feel happy or content because they are constantly changing. What was beautiful 10 years ago is not considered to be beautiful now. And therefore, instead of looking at the beauty standards and allowing them to define you, Look at yourself and remember that you're beautiful and unique in your own way. It's so easy to focus on what you don't have, but it's so powerful to focus on what you do have. So many of us have strengths within us that we don't even know about or we haven't uncovered because we don't love ourselves enough to discover what they are. I know I'm jumping around a bit, but this really links into my next episode with Steph. Best way for me to describe Steph is that she really is a bundle of joy. She gave out so much positive energy and we got along so well. I mean, for those of you who listened, I'm sure you can tell because we laugh the entire way through. I even had to edit chunks of it out because we were laughing so much you couldn't even hear what we've had to say. But I really enjoyed my podcast with Steph and I learned so much from it. The key message that's linked in to Candice's podcast is that we need to stop comparing ourselves and start to love ourselves. Steph emphasizes this on her Instagram every single day where she says we're all unique, we're all so different and yet we constantly fixate on what other people think of us and how we're not like somebody else. One of my favorite things about Steph is she asks all of her followers to find something they love and just try. If you don't follow Steph, you should absolutely follow her because recently she's been trying to do a handstand challenge and she shows her progress and how she works hard every day to make sure she's going to do well. Her key message is that if you don't try, then you're never going to know if you're amazing at something. You could be the most incredible, talented person at this one skill, but you've never tried it because you've been scared. And so if you push yourself to try something, you never know how far you can go. One of the other topics I love talking to Steph about was self-love. I love the way she said Instagram is such a visual tool and she's proud of her body. By posting a picture that she knows will grab people's attention on Instagram, she's able to deliver her message around consistency, mindset and pushing yourself to achieve whatever you want. I love her messages and all of her posts are really inspiring. So if you don't follow her, I would highly recommend it. I want to go back to my third episode 
where I recorded with Arjun, the founder and CEO of his company, FreeSoul. From starting his company at just the age of 24, what I really learned from Arjun is that age doesn't define you. Your attitude does. We discuss how people put so many barriers in place before they've even started an idea. Whether that's they're too young, they don't have enough time, they're allergic to tech, or they suffer from imposter syndrome. There's always multiple barriers you'll have to get through. A lot of the time, I use a really simple consulting technique and ask five whys. This allows me to go right to the root of the problem and actually understand why I believe those things. If you ask yourself why five times or as many times as you want, you'll get to the root cause of the problem and then you can start to fix it. Always know that whatever you're feeling, somebody has probably felt before. So it's important to believe in yourself and to have really great people around you who support you and encourage you too. Arjun's episode really linked into my next guest, who is actually one of my favorite people on the planet. And this isn't just because she's my auntie, it's because she's an incredible mentor to me and an incredible woman. The founder and CEO of Girls Who Code and the author of the book, Brave Not Perfect, Rashma talks to me about how we can start to be braver and stop trying to be perfect. This is linked into what I said before with Arjun in the sense that we put so many barriers in place to say why we can't do something. And we're taught from such a young age to not just take a giant leap. As women, we're told to be the good, quiet girls who don't really say much. And so many women stick to doing only the things they're good at and rarely go beyond what makes them feel confident and comfortable. But what happens when we're outside of our comfort zones? Sometimes it's by choice, but sometimes it's by circumstance. And we're not able to manage those expectations because we're always putting ourselves in situations in which we excel at something. Therefore, we struggle when something bad happens. And that's where being brave comes in. Rashma says how it's so important to practice bravery and do things that are outside your comfort zone and things that you're not really good at. I mean, in one of her podcasts, she even sings on karaoke. But pushing herself to do something that she's not good at means that with anything in life, nothing is a barrier for her. It doesn't matter if she's not experienced. It doesn't matter if she's not good at it. It doesn't matter if she's not the best person in the room. What matters is her ability to be brave and learn and always be better. And that's something that I really learned from her. What I loved reading in Rashma's book was when she stated perfection is very different from excellence. It's easy to tell ourselves that we're aiming to be perfect because we want to do well. We want to dress well, we want to do well at work, we want to look good and we want to feel good. But we can be excellent without being perfect. We touch on this in the podcast as well when we talk about the difference between excellence and perfection. It's essentially like the difference between love and obsession. With perfection, it's all or nothing. You're either perfect or you're not. But with excellence, it's a journey. Excellence is a way of moving away from a hit or miss target. There's nothing wrong with having high standards or always wanting to push yourself to do well. But you shouldn't beat yourself up if you don't get it right or perfect. Perfection can really ruin some great things. And instead of constantly fixating on why you failed and how it happened, look to think on how you can improve and be better. So failing is an option. Taking risks is also an option because the more you fail, the more you learn and the more you grow. Every single time someone's been successful, they failed multiple times, but they just refused to give up on their dream. So if you have something that you're feeling disheartened by or that you failed at multiple times, keep going because your time will come where you will succeed. If you haven't got her book, I would order it right now because it's amazing. I honestly refer back to it all the time and every time I refer back to it, I learn something new. 
and it reminds me to be brave. It reminds me to speak up. It reminds me to challenge myself and it reminds me to grow. So if you haven't checked it out, you can order it online. I think you can also listen to it on Audible, but I keep it as a toolkit because I refer back to it all the time. So the next guest, while I'm introducing all my aunties, I may as well do them all at once. So my next guest is Dr. Chintal and she is a food blogger. Now, this podcast was really interesting because I think a lot of people would say, hmm, I think I do have a healthy relationship with food. I don't have a negative relationship. However, you see them countlessly coloring, countlessly, this is actually a really difficult sentence to say, countlessly counting calories. I realized I didn't actually have to say that sentence, but I guess it's some alliteration for all of you listening. Anyway, you see loads of people countlessly counting calories and looking at everything they're eating. And actually, when they do eat something, they feel this constant need to work out. Gentle actually helps you identify if you do have a negative relationship with food and how you can actually change that. She creates incredible recipes using a variety of ingredients and she actually encourages her readers to form really healthy habits. I love the way she talks about food and how it's encouraged her to really help her kids to learn how to cook from such a young age. And I love the way she informed us about why we need to fuel our bodies. Food is so much more than fuel and we should really start to love it. But if you're looking for some really great recipes that are really healthy, that aren't really targeted around calories and the amount of fat, sugar or proteins in every single product, check her page out on Instagram at Dr. Chintel's Kitchen. I mean, some of her recipes are so easy, even I can cook them. I want to move on to my next two guests. I interviewed ProPT, aka Yusuf and Alessia, and I'd been following them on Instagram for so long and I was so happy to finally meet them. They are honestly some of the kindest people I've ever met and I loved Yusuf's story about how he was in a gang and how he went to prison and now how he's turned his life around. The energy that him and Alessia have is unmatched when they're training and I actually ended up staying at their house for so long after we finished the podcast just because we had so much to talk about. One of the best things I learned from Yusuf in this podcast was when he talked about an old Stoic and Buddhist principle around negative visualisation. What that is, is essentially the opposite of positive visualisation. It's imagining the worst thing that could happen to you and preparing for it to ensure that if it does happen, you know exactly what to do. So let's take an example around your job. If your job is your only form of income, if you were to lose it, in that moment, you'd be thinking of other ways to generate revenue. But actually, if you think about this before it happens, when it does happen, you may already have a solution in place, or you may already have another idea you want to launch. Yusuf also practices this in a different way where he says he limits the amount of food he keeps in the house or the amount of sleep he gets because he always wants to keep himself in survival mode. I also use it as a way to be grateful. With everything that's been going on recently, sometimes I think how lucky I am to still have my job, a roof over my head and my family who are with me. Best thing about practicing negative visualization is you can always answer the question, what's the worst thing that could happen? I learned to ask myself this question more often when I read about negative visualization in the book Ikigai. It's a really powerful tool and something I would highly recommend. Alessia also shares some really great tips. And so if you haven't listened to that episode, I would highly recommend it. Next up, I spoke to Sheena. And I had some really tough news during this week of the podcast and I was feeling really, really low and overwhelmed. But Sheena came over and the conversation lifted me up straight away. She talks about how she founded her brand, how her ethos has always been to help people, whether that's a random DM she gets every day, to reassuring her workers who don't feel comfortable to go into their factories and work on her products that she's already paid for. I mean, how incredible is that? 
Her values, her work ethic and her compassion for people is something I was really taken away by. She is so kind and I think there's something we can all learn from this episode. Her clothes are honestly made with the highest quality and she puts so much effort into every single piece. So if you haven't checked her out, check out her products at sheenlondon.com. My penultimate episode was with a sibling duo, Akash and Nikki. We tried to record this episode three times, and when we did, we were actually all in different parts of the world, and it finally connected. I've never met Akash or Nikki in person, but we shared so many common values, thoughts, and beliefs that recording this episode felt like I was talking to two really old friends. My favourite lesson I learned from Akash was when he said that we always look to change the other person, but we never look to change ourselves. There's been so many times in my life where I've always wanted to change somebody else's opinion of me or I've wanted to change their opinion on something else or I've just disagreed with their views and I felt really frustrated that they're not understanding me. I've never actually looked to reframe the way I was thinking about something or what I could change within myself because at the end of the day, you can only really change yourself and the way you reframe something in your own mind and that will bring you peace. The other thing I learned from this episode was from Nikki. I love the way she spoke about taking 48 hours to speak to someone if you are in an emotional state. I've tried this recently and it's really helped me so much. Because how many times have you said things in anger or in a state of emotion and you're filled with so much regret after thinking, why on earth did I say that? That's happened to me so much. And recently when I felt really frustrated, what I've said to myself is, okay, this is how you're feeling now. You may not feel like this in the morning. And in the morning, I reevaluated it. And actually, it's true. Once the 48 hours have passed, I actually don't care about it anymore. I saw a really nice quote from Albert Einstein the other day that said, weak people revenge, strong people forgive, and intelligent people ignore. Often, it's so much easier to ignore a situation when you know you're not going to get anything from it, and you know that person is never going to change or change their opinion. Nikki also shared three really amazing apps that have helped her. They are called I Am, Gratitude, and Journey. I've downloaded all three and they've all helped me so much since speaking to her. So here we are, the final episode. I cannot thank you all enough for listening to this summary and for supporting me along my journey to building this podcast. I've truly loved and learned so much from launching this podcast and I am so, so grateful to you all that have listened, messaged me your feedback and your constructive criticism. I'm truly blessed to have incredible friends and family that have supported me to do this and I'm so excited to prepare for my second season. I look forward to sharing this with you so have a great day and I'll speak to you again in season two.